Thank you for downloading this podcast and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast to help the channel better understand the trends, technologies and concepts that are facing the IT industry today. I'm your host, David Fern, and we hope you enjoy this Arrow production. And please subscribe. Thanks. Hello and welcome to another Arrow Bandwidth. And as per usual, I'm joined by my counterpart in crime, Mr. Yeah. Richard Holmes. Ah, the Markham T.O. Wiser. And, uh, and once again, we are absolutely honoured to be uh, joined by Cloud Royalty. Uh, Rich, would you not agree? Uh, um, I would. We changed the locks, but he still managed to get in. I can't believe I got back here. Yeah. It's amazing. I must confess, I am actually wearing the same T-shirt that I wore last time. But <laughs> I do have different underpants, so that's all that matters. <laughs> that all that matters. Mr. Andrew McLean from Compare the Cloud. Which, I'm going to be honest, if we're comparing clouds, he's got to be the man to know about it. Yeah, so, I, from the last podcast, I've been basking in that much reflective glory. Awesome. So, this podcast is... About cloud, cloud in 2016 specifically, and specifically, what can people do now? Mm-hmm. So, as with all the podcasts, let's start with a question. With every man and his dog in the cloud market proclaiming that their solution and offerings are the best thing since sliced bread, what can the channel do to help their customers navigate the complexities of cloud and gain value today and build for tomorrow? Now, I'm going to start this one off. Please do, because I'm struggling. Because one of my biggest problems with the cloud is not necessarily that it's complicated. Mm -hmm. It's been made complicated by people who want to try and make things difficult. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that... Crowbarring in, there's nothing quite that helps you to understand the complexities of cloud other than the billions of acronyms that we have today. (laughs) So... We are going to start off today with a little bit of a quiz. Ooh. A quiz on Name That Acronym. Yay. I'll take box three. Please. Can't tell you how long I've been trying to use this for. Ah, it's itching, itching. So, I am basically going to ask you the names of six cloud acronyms. One each. Three each, one per person. No joker. Times I three. Play. You guys need to answer them and tell me if you know them. Now, I cast you two is pretty strong in the cloud. So if you can't answer these, what chance have our channel got? Essentially, the purpose of this hey, no quiz. No pressure then. Thank you. No, no pressure. Other than to update my CV. <sighs> so this might not end nicely. You are our guest, Andy. Yep. So I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Name that acronym. D R A A S. Oh, I know this one. Is it disaster recovery as a service? Hey! Hey! scores in your face, Mr. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Richard, yes. Mr. Holmes, yes. D B A A S. Oh, 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 oh. Database as a service. Yes. Now, I would like to say, oh, the next four, obviously, that was a warm-up. He's lulling us into a false sense of security. Though, the, the next four have absolutely been ratified by various cloud councils as 
genuine acronyms that are genuinely used in the genuine world we live in. So, it's me. Back to Andrew. Yeah. M A A S. Uh, is this one of these ones that's got like 15 different meanings depending on who you speak to? Certainly is. Oh, for goodness sakes. Um, uh, let, well, let's start with the easiest one. We say marketing as a service. <coughs> really? No marketing as a service? Well, oh. there is a gap in the market. There, uh, there'll be a chance to steal in a minute, Richard. Oh, there, no. There's not. There's not. There's no, not there isn't. Yeah, that was going to be my call. Um, Think, think, think. <laughs> Go to an ad break. I am, phone, phone a friend. I am going to be going by what is on my piece of paper in my grubby mitt. Oh, oh God. What came out of his mind? Oh, God. Uh, what would come out of Dave Fern's mind? What, uh, what words would be associated with M? Shall I, just, shall I tell you? Uh, why you would you like us? a chance to steal, Richard, before I tell you? I doubt because I had a gun with marketing. Oh, and I cannot honestly think. Monitoring. Monitoring. It's, do you know what? It's obvious when he's got the answers. When is monitoring not a service? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a good retort. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> On to you, <laughs> Richard. Um, There's a comment that involves a flat uh, space this, this suit is, this and things like that, and I'm not going to make it. Possibly slightly easier. X A A S. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Anything as a service. Ah, Congratulations. I just said I'm going to be honest, right? You, you, you shouldn't have been the guest, Andrew, because going first is not, not going to look out, not going to deal with you well. It's, um, right. it's okay. The next one is C A M P. Camp. Camp. <laughs> um, uh, cloud. Yep. Oh. I, I, I. Acronym, ac, ac, no. acceleration, cloud action man, um, cloud action man person. Uh, I, I have absolutely no idea. It stands for cloud aggregation. Oh, cloud. Application and management platforms. Would pardon? Is that virtualization? Everyone knows what it is. It's, it's, just, 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 it's, it's just words, Mr. not even strung into a sentence. <laughs> Completely right. out of context. Mr. Quizmaster, what does that mean? What does that mean, Mr. Quizmaster? Tell my, us. My, my only Tell guess would be. My guess. only guess would be. Dangerous my guess. Only guess. 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 My only research. Ridiculous. My only guess would be that it means some sort of platform that can manage other clouds, like a cloud broker of some description. All right, okay. Then. That's my only guess. And by the way, my only guess, how bad is that? I'm going to be honest, right? That's terrible. But anyway. Orchestration platform. Go so, Richard, yes. this is for the game. Oh, to steal it at the last. To steal it at the last. B-Y-O-C. Bring your own cloud. That was so easy. This is such a fix. It was. I apologise. Don't ask me how you bring your own cloud, but you. you, I do know. I do know. I do know. I do know. I'm being coy. But the idea is the the, and I I I actually massively respect Andy as probably one of the leaders in the UK in our in our field. But how can you make sense of what cloud is when you are up against something like this? In and that is what I'm trying to get across. Right, cloud is. Is being overcomplicated by vendors and by organisations who 
who just wanted it to be something different? Uh, look, look, we, we catalogued this. Uh, we did a video a while ago on cloud acronyms, and we found a type of market. I mean, it's, it, look, it's marketing companies, let's face it. <laughs> marketing departments. Um, who are lovely people, because they pay my wage. Um, but the temptation is to just call everything as a service. And we went through all the letters of the alphabet, and every single one, some of them multiple times, had a letter associated with them. Yeah. Apart from Y, for some reason. There wasn't a Y AAS, which would probably mean, which I guess is you're making this up as a service. Yeah. But there is there is no Y. <laughs> probably, probably the most appropriate one, actually. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it is confusing. I mean, uh, you know, the whole cloud thing's been confusing for a while. I, yeah, there's the old joke about the trade shows. You go to the trade shows and everything was cloud, but actually you can still see the Tipex marks from where they crossed out hosting and put cloud over it. And um, <laughs> now that they've done that, they, um, they <laughs> we've, we've now got this thing where we're, we're just filled with acronyms. And, you know, you watch some of these educational videos online and every company, it's not just the AES, it's every type of acronym. I have no idea what half of these mean. Um, the, this, this woman called Heather Booth, I think it was a woman, uh, called it Unicorn as a Service, where it literally could be anything, which I think has been adopted for IoT now, but mm. this idea that that's gibberish. It is completely gibberish. And I think as well, you know, when you, when you sit down and you talk to people you know, involved daily in, in this aspect of, of the industry, you know, you... If you say cloud, you almost get a, a wry smile. Like, well, what do you mean? Mm. Because um, well, yeah. it's a bit ambiguous, isn't it? Well, it's, it's like it's completely yeah, what, what are you trying to do? You know, yeah. is it? Yeah, it doesn't even matter if it's in front of or behind the firewall. We'll call it a cloud. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a cloud in my enterprise. Well, no, we've 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 had that for years. That's our infrastructure. That's our operating infrastructure. Cloud has entirely lost its meaning. Yeah. Where I look at these people and just go, oh yeah, yeah, I get it, and having no clue what they're talking about. But then I also find as well, you know, you you have, uh, and this isn't derogatory against salespeople or the C-suite, but uh, y you will have that dictation come through. Uh, we've got to have it as a cloud. We've got to have it as a service. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I see people within our business going, right, we've got to have it as a service. How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Well, no, never mind how we're going to do it. Mm. Why? Oh, absolutely. Why do you Why? want it as a service? And, and one of the most painful things that happens in most organisations is we go through a reclassification exercise and we start to mm. say, what can we classify as cloud? Not oh, what is yes. cloud, but what can we classify as cloud to show and to talk about how we're doing cloud, we're being mm -hmm. cloud. And it drives me insane because do cloud or don't do cloud. And, and the problem we have is every single vendor in the planet has jumped on the bandwagon of, oh, we, we have a cloud version of that. It's mm -hmm. just software that you consume on a flexible basis. But that's our cloud software yeah. offering. And it drives me insane because, and, and back to the, the sort of the, the initial statement of the podcast, it's, it's just causing huge confusion. It's causing huge sort of disparity between what is cloud and isn't cloud and all companies are doing are struggling to understand what they can do in cloud rather than actually doing something really genuinely valuable and useful mm. with what is i genuinely still believe a fantastically disruptive interesting and exciting technology yeah so well, i mentioned it in previous <laughs> podcasts you know it, it's about it's about gaining competitive advantage. Yep. It's about deriving 
business value. It's about you know creating a new service that you can you can monetize. It's yep. about utilizing your assets better. It oh, isn't absolutely. doing it because everybody else is doing it, absolutely. and it isn't doing it because some of the big vendors or your delivery partners are telling you no, that's that, that's you have to do this. Mm. So that's the problem definition. Mm-hmm. I think we've. I think. Are there more questions? He's going to ask us is, to is redefine it. it. He's going to ask us to redefine so, it all. So, one thing that no one's ever told me, and, and you know, I, I sort of make, I think all three of us make a career out of, of doing, <laughs> um, is, is uh, trying to cut through the FUD, right? And say, okay, this is cloud. This is the beautiful end vision. This is the story. This is the roadmap. But what can people do now? What can people mm. do today to start to adopt cloud? Where should they start? What's the journey? You know, how, how do people take advantage of cloud today to genuinely make that difference, to not get baffled by the algorithm, or algorithms, I'm talking about analytics, to not get baffled by the acronyms, but genuinely do something constructive and valuable with cloud? Andrew. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> you you <laughs> were doing the same as me, hoping that he would say your name or my name, yeah. Yeah. depending on what seat you were sat in. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was still trying to figure out <laughs> some of those acronyms. Um yeah, I mean, the cloud thing is a bit of a mess in terms of uh, definition. Uh, and, I mean, there's this... The way I always describe it, I I heard a guy from VMware describe it, but then I read it somewhere else. I have no idea where this originates from. But there was a great analogy about um, chickens and kittens. Uh, it's not the most politically correct statement, but they were talking about chickens and... Crack you on. heard this about chickens and, cri- and, and kittens? No, no, but okay. I think we can probably find a bleeper if we need to. No, so no, so no carry bleeper. on. There's no bleeper. They, it described uh, public clouds as being like uh, chickens. You have lots and lots and lots of chickens, and they go around, and they cluck, 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 and they lay you eggs and things like that. Uh, but when they get sick, this is terrible. When they get sick, the easiest thing to do with a sick chicken is just to wring its neck. And uh, very much that's the case with uh, development platforms uh, on the public cloud. That's what they're designed for. Mm. You're designed to spin up a load of servers, mess around with it, and when one of them gets sick, you just kill it off and it's gone. You've brought that one back from the death. I'm happy. I think we'll have to pass that through a producer. (laughs) That could be the first time we have to cut something out. That's why we we have guests, because (laughs) they can't be fired. That's true. Unlike uh, kittens, because what people have is their kittens and they love their kittens and they want to stroke their kittens and play with their kittens. And that's your your private cloud. That's where you keep your data that you really love and you really care about. And uh, you cannot afford for this to to be lost. So first of all, that that... I mean, again, that analogy brings up big, big, big differentiator between what possibly the public perception is of cloud, which is just a place to store things, uh, could be Dropbox, something like that, and something where your data is held, which you deeply, deeply care about. And mm. unfortunately, if you deeply, deeply care about your data, you will have to spend more money on it. Yeah. You, you cannot yeah. have super cheap, and but super peace of mind. It, you know, If you're quite happy not to sleep at night, then yeah. Um, and there's lots of services out there, um, a lot of cheap services out there, great for your developers. There's a lot of more mm. expensive services out there, which is good for, for keeping your data. And then on top of that, other cloud services, which then look at that data, manage it in a way, and then you've got all this stuff about big data, and then it goes back to all yeah. the stuff we talked about previously about Internet of Things. And I think you've just hit the nail on the head. And one of the biggest things I find customers doing wrong, and if we 
go back to, you know, what what is a pragmatic step? Don't just think you can lift and shift. Storage is cheap. Compute is cheap. Uh, right. My first my first big thing that I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I'm sure the two people in front of me will agree. Going to the cloud is not cheaper. It is not cheaper. It's a complete, unless you are spinning up a workload for a couple of hours, completely automated, doing something with it and breaking it back down again, running a workload 24 by 7 in the cloud is not cheaper. I'm sorry, everybody who thinks that they've built their business cases around that. It is absolute fiction. Uh, Yeah, I completely (laughs) agree with you. You know, um, I've lost count of the number of times I've said, you know, flexibility is a feature, just like anything else, just like a widget here, just like extra storage capacity there, just like an increased SLA. Flexibility is a feature, and it is monetized. Mm -hmm. So guess what? If it's a feature that you want, some way, some shape, somehow, you're going to pay for it. Yep, exactly. And if, if you're not prepared to pay either the market rate, what you think it's worth, how important it is to your fluffy kittens, then buyer beware. Mm. Um, I think pragmatic view for cloud in 2016, I'll pick up on something Andy mentioned, yeah. A shift to the cloud is not is not easy. You're right. But you said getting a handle on it. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. The vast majority of businesses today, yeah, regardless of shape or size, I guarantee you in one way, shape or form are consuming a service that isn't behind your firewall. Yep. That is, you know, we say the as, the as a service somewhere by someone. And I think for me, a pragmatic view this year, you know, where, where people can can start, I won't say disrupting, but maybe just trying to cut through some of the buzzword bingo is accept that in your line of business teams, whether it be your developers, whether it be your accountants, your sales guys, someone somewhere is using a cloud service you don't know about. Get a handle yep. on it. Identify yep. it and then figure out how how it affects your business. Is it a risk? Does it give you an advantage? Does it provide a service? The ones where it is absolutely a risk, kill it. Ring its neck. Where it gives you an advantage. I'm a vegetarian, I should probably add. <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm sorry, you think he's talking about rigging, rigging necks. I'm sure Andy's a vegetarian. But, but we're talking about clouds, so we can ring a cloud's neck. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. vegan. Um, <laughs> but for those cloud services that are already in your business and you are seeing, seeing benefit from them, absolutely yeah, continue to use them yeah. securely, properly, and be aware of them. Yeah. Mm. Get a handle on what you've got today because I guarantee you you've got somebody somewhere using a Salesforce a Dropbox using some service that oh well it's not cloud I just, I just kind of use it I've you know, downloaded it to my, my my own device and I use my own device for work or yeah. a phone or something like exactly. that exactly yeah, I, I used to run an MSP and there was there was an expression in the MSP circle uh, well the circle I was <laughs> involved in um, about uh, the two year loop and it was, it was really weird because you'd, you'd speak to a client and or, or possibly a, a reseller and you'd say, right, what do you want? And they'd go, da 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 and list all the things they want. Right, that's how you do it. That's how much it's going to cost. And some suave 
guy would come in and say, oh, no, 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 we could do it 10 times cheaper on this really cheap, nasty system. And of course, they would go with them because this whole thing is based on price. And you always knew that in two years, and without fail, this always happened, within two years, you'd be speaking to that same person again because they realized that going down the cheap road was such a calamitous error that they want to do it properly this time. Um, now, that was a few years ago. I'm hoping that companies have moved on since then and aren't still doing that. But, uh, you know, don't. Uh, I wish people wouldn't just push this on price and it's not because i think that the people that are charging a little bit more are charging a little bit more for no reason it's just you know you you a lot of the time you are paying for something which is like <laughs> i wouldn't want to put my stuff on it put it that way um it might work but if it goes wrong it will go calamitously wrong yep. and i'm not scaremongering i'm just telling you what, what I've seen quality of service you know if, if you take if you pay 10 pounds for a holiday are you going to get the same experience by paying Five hundred pounds, thousand pounds, ten thousand pounds. And I've been exactly. on a low-cost airline, and I can tell you, it is. And on play, you've got wiped-down plastic seats. You've got a bag of peanuts instead of something to eat. It is horrible. In-flight movie, you must be joking. No, that's. Uh, yeah, and and he's more used to. Uh, Was it turning turning left as he gets on the airplane? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I have a. No, I'm not going to tell you this <laughs> for for another podcast. Yes, the I late night so. edition. Um, so guys, so <clears throat> yeah. So if we had to give those sort of really pragmatic tips, I think we've had absolutely. Don't think it's cheaper. Don't just go. Don't think that you can get storage and and things really really cheaply because it's absolutely a false economy. What else? What other things? What? So that's sort of more the economical commercial side of things. Mm -hmm. But what technically can people look at? You know. One of the big things for me is look at hybrid cloud solutions and not just hybrid cloud from a perspective of have VMs running on site, have VMs running in the cloud and, and, and they essentially become your infrastructure. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I see in 2016 and then I report on this in my um, sort of what to look for in, in well, what, what are going to be the big sort of things in 2016? It was published. In, published, yeah, in various places. Um, but essentially what, what I foresee as a really simple, straightforward, pragmatic step in 2016 is hybrid applications. What I mean by hybrid applications is um, if you happen to run, I'm trying not to name too many names, if you happen to run a complex um, VDI infrastructure or application streaming infrastructure mm -hmm. on-premise, a lot of your time and energy will go into non-business critical Stuff like managing the infrastructure, patching, updating, all the gump that goes on with the various servers that do all the management. All you really want out of a VDI infrastructure is applications to be streamed mm -hmm. and to be streamed consistently and, and beautifully down to the end user. You want to optimize that. You want to put more applications in the cloud. You want to be testing. You don't want to have to be managing and maintaining all the various cogs that go into running your car. Mm. So... What we're starting to see from a specific vendor is actually they've taken that management infrastructure and they've said, right, we'll pop that in the cloud. So now all you need to do is point the workhorses, so the servers that are actually doing the grunt work of processing the applications and obviously the applications themselves, that's behind your firewall. But all that management infrastructure that you spent lots of time and energy maintaining is in the cloud. And essentially, you've got this hybrid application whereby all the complex stuff that doesn't really add any business value, but it's still critical to running 
that application is off is outsourced and all of the stuff that actually the grunt work where the actual application is being streamed from is is behind the firewall there's plenty more examples like that storage arrays that's management platforms are in the cloud um even sort of some security platforms there's sso mm. in the cloud there's Active. Uh, He's using acronyms. Oh, that's terrible. So single sign-on, <laughs> single sign-on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I prefer. Thank you. Oh, uh, I need one of them. He's in control. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's... Anyone else got any sort of pragmatic steps? I mean, that, that for me is one of the real next big things that, that really, really simple, out-of-the-box cloud. Richard, over to you. Yeah, yeah is there su- is there such a thing as an out of box cloud? Um, yeah, it's. I think there has to be this this dialogue. I think between between line of business and the IoT departments. You know, it's it's easy for you know a sales manager to go, right, you know, I I I need a decent CRM system. I need I I need to know my customers. I need to manage my sales force uh, my my sales force uh, adequately, so I will use a CRM on the cloud. Others are available, um, and then you know, a few months later, I'd see to get a sniff of it and shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the things that I see are those conversations not happening. That that like, that communication not happening within businesses. So when you have end users, consumers of clouds who are in conflict within their business, yeah. How do you stand a chance of delivering a successful project? Yeah, if you are one of their, yeah, one of their partners. Um, I, I think, other than that, it, it is a case of uh, I made the point about you know di- discovery, understanding what you've got, what yep. you've got today, because I think unless you can do that, how do you know that you know you're deploying the right or you're proposing? the right yeah cloud in a box how do you know that you know you you're going to put something in there that actually is going to have a tangible impact on uh, on the business Uh, and i think there's a there's a heck of a lot of of misnomers Mm. you know i speak to um quite quite a number of uh, analytics uh, houses and we don't we don't we don't want to deliver analytics as a service a, a, a customer will will never want to put their their data up in a cloud. Um, wh- why? Is this is this perception that it, it's in the cloud and what it, it's more at risk? It comes back to that whole thing of you know you pay for a ten pound holiday, you get a ten pound holiday. Mm. Um, plastic seats, yeah, and the plastic seats <laughs> and the to go with it, which yeah. you'll probably need. Um, so, I think there's still a, a heck of a lot of, of mis misunderstanding, miscomprehension about. You know what? What the benefits of cloud are and what cloud actually are, and, and you, you, you can you can pitch it at an IT team and say, right, that management layer, abstract that management piece, protect your kittens, mm-hmm. move what move what you can out there, and it will absolutely make your life easier. Yeah, and then on the flip side of the things, there is that again. Yeah, I've, I've kind of harped onto it in a few podcasts now. That competitive advantage that to allow you as a business to disrupt. Yeah, what helps my my sellers my business support my customers engage with me better and make me a successful business well that's what it all comes down to that's that's what the cloud's there for 
What's a successful cloud project? A successful cloud project is one that makes money. Exactly. Mm. End of story. Yeah, and, and just, just to pick up on one of your other points, I, mean, I, I can't sell. I, I couldn't sell Range Rovers in Chelsea. I just cannot sell. <laughs> but like it. Uh, um, but when, when sales were going through, but back, in the, back in the day, when I was a, a young whippersnapper, um, and not this old shriveled bin bag that you see in front of you, um, I was very much, the, the decisions would come down to the people that were speaking to the technical people. Listen to the technical people. You're right. Not just mm. not just the salespeople. When you, when you spoke, uh, I think they call it um, pre-sales. But the technical people will usually give you a better explanation or at least a better guide, both internally and through mm. whoever your advisors are, um, as to what's best for you. And yeah, do what's best for your business. And yeah, plan it right. And yeah, don't just scrimp and save every penny because it will cost you a fortune in the long run. Yeah, we said at the top of the podcast, you know, it, just because somebody turns around and goes, we are going to have a cloud first strategy. Don't be afraid to challenge it. Yeah. Uh, and I think even if it's a customer coming to you as a business wanting to buy something, don't be afraid to challenge it. You're not turning a sale away. You are doing your best to make sure that that is a successful cloud yeah, implementation. Absolutely. absolutely. So final thoughts. One top tip for what the channel can do to help their customers do successful cloud in 2016. I'm going to start with look at the business and see what can actually be put into the cloud. But don't just look at server workloads. That drives me insane when people say, I've got a VM, I could probably run it in the cloud. No, 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 no. Look at how you could replace that VM entirely and deliver that what that VM does, the service it delivers, as a service first. I would personally say for me, cloud is not about how can I take a VM and put it onto an infrastructure as a service platform. It's how can I actually turn that VM into a service I never have to touch again. I literally just pay on a pay-per-use basis and consume that service. End of. Mm. That would be my first thing. Um, I think possibly extending on what you're saying, but yeah, have an open conversation about it. I mean, I think people should very much talk about the pitfalls, but also the benefits. But I don't just mean what is the benefits of the service, the benefits of if you add this and you add this, then you will get this. So you know, maybe you want zero downtime, so maybe you should have it in two data centers, but it will cost you this much, but you'll get this. Whatever it may be, mm. actually have that open conversation. Um, and I'll just keep going back. Just don't focus on price. Because uh, and also uh, as I learned as an MSP, when you focus on the clients that want it for unbelievably cheap, you, there there will always be the biggest headaches guaranteed yeah. uh, as clients. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, I, I mean, this kind of fits in nicely with what you both said there. Uh, you know, don't just think about the here and now. Think about how the services that you're going to want to move, the projects you you're going to want to deploy today. Think about what they're going to look like in 12, 18, 24 months' time. Think about the other services that you might want to use to complement what you're already doing. Awesome. Don't put yourself down a cul-de-sac because you know, well, you're just not picking up on the value that you know, a successful cloud project could deliver. Awesome. And with that bombshell, it's time to finish. I'd like to thank Andy once again for coming down no to the problem. studio and hey. being part of the podcast. Can we end on the music? I'll tell you what we can end on. Yeah. 
Hey. Hey. No, guys, honestly, thank you so much for coming down. It's been an absolute fantastic pleasure. Brilliant. Um, Andy, will you come down again soon? Will you join us? Absolutely, if I can get back in the building. Absolutely. Not a problem at all. Not a problem Brilliant. at all. Rich, thank you for normal. My, My name's David pleasure. Fern. Our producer, as always, has been Hannah Jennies. This is Arrow Bandwidth. Thank you very much for listening. See you next Goodbye. time. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.